Today is Tuesday, October 17th. The title for our devotional is Living Our Mission. Being that this last Sunday was our Welcome Sunday, this week we are walking through our church's mission statement. This statement fits nicely within our campaign as we are contrasting the gospel with alternatives in our world. If we reject the gospel, we inevitably fill the void with some other worldview. To be frank, all the alternatives to the gospel as we're discovering stink in comparison. They're all, quote, garbage, as Paul says in Philippians 3.8, in comparison to knowing Christ. So again, our mission statement as LifeBridge Church, how we are called to carry forward the Great Commission in Burlington in 2023 is to discover abundant life in Christ and live it together. We believe that what Jesus calls abundant life is infinitely better than what the world has to offer in this life and for eternity. This, you'll note, is a comparative statement. It's our firm belief that the way of Jesus is better than anything else that the world has to offer. Jesus himself is better than anyone else the world has to offer. Therefore, in a post-Christian culture which approaches Christianity with the been there, done that mentality, we must not only tell of how much better the way of Jesus is, but we must show it to be better and show him to be better by living it out. In this mission, you'll note that we are playing the long game, showing Jesus to be better in the church, discovering and living the abundant life in Christ takes time. Character formation through the inner working of the Spirit is often a slow process. God, the eternal God, works on his timing, not ours. This cuts against our cultural value of consumerism. We want our products right now. We want to see progress now. We demand results now. Everything has to be up and to the right. This approach to the mission of the church has produced widespread confessions of faith to the glory of God, but struggled to grow deep roots. This approach puts us at the helm, even though Jesus taught us to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done. Studies continually show that Jesus has a good reputation in our culture, that people think highly of Jesus, uh, but the church does not. Now, there are lots of reasons for this. Uh, Much of this is likely due to our culture's lack of understanding about Jesus, but some is well-deserved from the church's loss of mission. In our mission, the church in America has often adopted the cultural values of consumerism, individualism, and power. In doing so, we have veered away from Jesus and the way of Jesus. We've traded the abundant life available in Christ for the American dream. A cheap substitute. In this culture where competing values are bombarding the believer, we must maintain a deep-seated confidence and trust that no matter how good the alternatives look, Jesus is better. This is also a positive message I want you to see. The church has historically been known more for what we are against than what we are for. Instead of taking to social media to vent our grievances about the world's departure from Christian values, Instead of complaining to our church friends and small group about the waywardness of the world, let's focus our energy on experiencing the abundant life of Christ and living it now together. In doing this, we'll glorify God. That is to make him look awesome. In doing this, we'll not just say that the way of Jesus is true, but we will show that living in the truth is better. In doing this, we'll be led by God, surrendering more and more to his will, finding contentment, allowing him to build his church, and giving us the joy of participating in his mission with him. For our scripture reading today, I want to point to the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5. In this passage, note how Jesus begins this sermon. He spends a lot of time telling us not what to do, but who we are to be. Even in his famous call to be salt and light, the emphasis isn't on what we do, but who we are. The Beatitudes, verses 3 through 12, are completely countercultural and describe who we are. Even in the lived mission of many in the church today, this, this is countercultural for the church. 
For example, it's incredibly challenging for us to believe and live like meekness is the better way in a culture of political polarization. Matthew 5, 1 through 16, let's just read it together. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Now, the reference to salt means that we're useful to the world. The reference to light implies that we are holy. We are different from the world. So we have to be both. But again, notice, Jesus tells us that we are the salt of the earth, and you are the light of the world. This, for believers, is just who we are. Reflection time today. Read over this passage again of Jesus at the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5, 1 to 16. And reflect on it in comparison to your life. These uh, Beatitudes especially are describing in part what the abundance life in Christ looks like. Does this vision of the abundant life clash at all with your current vision of the abundant life? In what areas do you specifically struggle to believe that Jesus' way is truly better.